Is there a desire in you to not just attend revival, but live in revival? Welcome to the Revival Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Saldivar. I've been in revival for the last 10 years, as well as traveling and being a part of many revivals throughout the United States. I'm going to be sharing with you how to live a radical lifestyle of revival on a daily basis. Ladies and gentlemen, we are on episode 128 of the Revival Lifestyle Podcast, and my guest tonight is my very own wife. (laughs) Yay, everybody clap, type one in the chat. 10 years, 10 years, 10 years, married, 10 and, a half. And 10 and a half years married. And here we are. I know you guys are like, she's so hot. I know that's oh, why I married her. I know gosh. we got this. Okay. <laughs> and listen, if we talk and have fun and laugh, don't be mad. Our marriage is awesome. Don't be mad if yours isn't just clap with us and be excited with us and stuff like that. So I'm people super, think, people think I'm laughing cause I'm nervous, but I just laugh all the time. Yeah. She laughs a lot and we, we have to, and I told her she has to talk kind of loud cause she is very soft spoken, but sometimes, yeah, but she's going to be loud tonight. There we go. We, is that better? We've been, yeah, we're okay. like, she's going to be a pro at streaming. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to have her on more. Okay. So re- episode 128. So I want to start with growing mm-hmm. up. People don't know your story. People don't know your testimony. She's never actually have an old video. We won't talk about cause it's still on YouTube. You have an old video of your testimony. Oh, yes. Don't, yes. Don't I, won't ta- I won't tell you the title, <laughs> but if you search long enough, you will find her testimony, We're not doing that. her testimony video I of, forgot her, about that. of her With Nico. dancing around in the grass. Nico and telling, was my bad boyfriend. Yeah, Nico, <laughs> po- in, in the video, <laughs> you can hear my brother laughing. My brother played her abusive boyfriend in the video. <laughs> so... Yeah, that's gonna be good. That's on YouTube, but if you guys no, find we're that, no, we're not. We're not finding that. If you find, I don't that, even think it's yeah, on real there close. Anymore. If you find that, it's gonna be good. So we want to start. We have a list oh of things gosh. we want to talk about. <laughs> we're gonna talk about her story, her testimony for the first time, yeah. and then we'll go into being married, having kids, challenges, and good, the bad, all the stuff in between. Some of her deliverance stories that I'm super excited to talk about. I listen. I did <laughs> deliverance on her. By the me. way, I was like, we cast demons out of her, yeah. and then I'm like, she's the one. But. With that being said, talk to us about growing up because people don't know how you grew up. Did you grow up in church? Were you an atheist? Were you, how was your family? We definitely believed in God. Um, We went to church. It wasn't spirit filled. So we just went to church on Sundays. Sometimes um, my parents like read the Bible, like my mom did a lot. Um, And I went to like Christian school. So I definitely had like a relationship with God in a sense and I knew about God and I knew like morals and how to like give and tithe and, you know, all those things. But it was never like never speaking in tongues, never holiness, never you're not supposed to be doing all this sin, never like anything like that. So yeah. it's very um, religious, yeah. I guess, in a sense. Yeah, that's how I grew up as well. A lot of you watching this grew up that way. You grew up in church, but didn't grow up in Christ. Yeah. Didn't have the conviction, didn't have the power of God, didn't have the boldness. Yeah, and that's a lot of people right now growing up in church. They've never experienced the presence of God. And that's what gives you the conviction. Yeah. That's what gives you the life change. So we always joke, like we always say we got saved twice. We got saved once from the world and then another time from religion, right? Because a lot of us grew up in church and we were religious, mm-hmm. but we didn't have the power of God. We didn't walk in the spirit and everyone in the chat saying, me too, me too, me too. And I think what yeah. God is doing right now is pulling people out of that. I was raised in church and now they're seeing the presence of God, the power of God revival, which for you and for me, we had never really seen before. Like yeah. I have a vivid memory of one time in my life and I'm, this is not to throw shade at my parents because they're both watching and I love you guys so much and I am had the best childhood ever. And you had an amazing childhood yeah, too. Yeah. But I, I remember one time being little and seeing my parents speak in tongues. And I could have I have this vivid memory of this one time, which they probably did more, I just don't remember. But I remember one time and it made such an impact on me at like three or four years old, seeing them speak in tongues. And so for us, we're like, man, we don't want our kids to just be raised in church yeah. and just 
go through the motions like we did, even though we had an amazing, it's boring and it, yeah, yeah, we had an amazing upbringing, but we didn't see the power of God. So we're like, man, we're not the best at it. We're trying to get better. But even this year, like we, we want, <laughs> we want our kids to see the presence yeah. of God, the power of God, be in revival, um, see the live streams, be a part of what we're doing so that they don't just grow up. Cause what happens when you do that is you, you don't have the conviction. So you end up just straying away yeah. when you get older. So your dad's super hard worker. Shout out to Papa Gary. He who, does everything. By the way, her parents are absolutely yeah. amazing. Like I cannot say enough how much I love her parents, how much I, I could already see your mom crying right I now, know. but <laughs> how much I appreciate her parents. I was actually thinking today that we could not do this without both, like both sets of our parents, like yeah. between our moms, they, they take care of our kids. Like they travel with us. Like both of our dads do everything for us yep. and build things and serve and yep. give. And I think a reason a huge reason why we're able to do even the things that we do is because of our family. Absolutely. Yeah. We're super blessed that both parents are super involved and we're just like, we actually, I love my in-laws. My parents love Alyssa. We've just had this yeah. beautiful, I'm not trying to make any of you jealous out there, but I absolutely adore my in-laws. I, I literally, it cannot say one bad yeah, thing about he's them. He's never said anything bad. Like I can't say one bad thing about them. And so I just absolutely love them. They're, they've never, they're like the people that will just do anything for anybody. Mm -hmm. They'll give you the shirt off their back. You can yeah. move in with them. They'll, they've never ever said like, no, like whatever you need. They've been with us since day one, which we're going to talk about their story as well, yeah. which is super interesting, but they've been with us since day one, super faithful. So shout out to mama, Tammy and Papa Gary who are watching this and, and at our house and shout out to my mom, my dad. We love you guys and appreciate you guys. So you grow up, your dad's mm -hmm. a super hard worker. Your dad mm -hmm. wasn't home a lot cause he was, he was working. Not. He was working super hard. He's ran an electric business. Yeah. He was electrical. an electrician, yeah. electrical, <laughs> electrical business, he like electric, <laughs> electrical business. And they would go to work with him and be in the truck. Yeah. And he super hard workers ran a business for like 40 something years. Mm -hmm. And then your mom's at home, stay at home mom, right? Yeah. So stay at home mom with you guys. Yeah. Your dad's out working. You guys are raised in church, but your dad's, you know, like my dad tired at church, sleeping, just mm -hmm. going through the whole thing of working full time. As you started getting older, you started drifting from God. <laughs> drifting. You started getting yeah. into the party scene. You started yeah. drinking and we're not going to go super graphic because our kids are watching other people watching, but we also don't want to skip over it the details. It wasn't holy. Let's yeah. just say that. So you go off and what happened when you were in I high school? When did it start? When did you start becoming a rebel and being like, uh, I'm going to kind of do my own like thing? 13. 13. Yeah. 13, okay, so tell 14. Us, tell us kind of what was happening. A, a boyfriend and just. The boyfriend. The it's boyfriend. always the boyfriend or the it's girlfriend. Bad out there. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. And just, I think the crowd that I was just with, I obviously we all, we went to a Christian school, but we didn't have very strict morals and holiness and just easily influenced. And it was just like, these were my friends and this was fun and we were bored. And so just the whole party scene and guys and just really getting into like the thick of it. Yeah. Living a promiscuous lifestyle. Yeah, a double life. Yeah. It was partying, very drinking. Yeah. And then you were also in high school, then you graduated high school and you went to beauty school. Yeah. And how was that? Well, even in high school, I actually got suspended for, um, drinking, suspended for a week. Wow. Yeah. Well, at a Christian school, <laughs> yeah. you were drinking I was a at, bad Christian. <laughs> you were drinking at school. Yeah. So did you say you were a Christian to people like at school or like if you were well, on we the street? We all were cause we went to the school. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just a Christian school, but like nobody, I mean, there was like a handful of people who were like the good kids and I was definitely not a good kid. Did you ever think like, man, I'm a fake Christian or like not a real Christian? I just never thought about it. I just thought, okay, God's going to love me no matter what I'm doing, because that's like what we were taught that he was like a loving God. And they only teach about like the loving God. It's never like, oh, if you die in your sin, you're going to go to hell or yeah. like there's more out there. It was just, okay, this is what everybody else is doing. So I'm going to live my life how I want. And 
one day, you know, I'll serve him more, which I thought going to church whenever I wanted was enough. Yeah. I thought that that was my Christian walk. Yeah. Did you ever have moments where you like felt like you had a wake up call where you're like, I really need to serve God? Or you had a friend that took his life in high school. Was that, yeah. that was a wake up call for the whole school. Yeah. But was there ever a time it where you're really... like, I should probably take God serious? Cause you weren't an atheist. Like I decided I'm going to be an atheist, no. which I do this. Cause I'm like, I don't think anyone's an I think atheist. I always wanted to, but it was just, everything else is just more fun. Yeah. So I was like, church was boring. Yeah, it was. And I'm like, nobody raises their hand at church. Nobody cares about anything. They, even at church, I'm like, I'm drinking with all these people and yeah. we're still going to go. So it, I know that I wanted more, but I just didn't know even what that looked like. I had no idea what speaking in tongues. I had no idea about demons. Like yeah. you think that this is like as good as it's going to get until you realize it's boring and I don't have anything else. So now you're in high school, you're partying, you're doing mm -hmm. all your stuff, mm -hmm. hiding it from your parents' course yeah. like I did. My parents to this day, they... I mean, they kind of found out when I got suspended. Okay. But... <laughs> so tell us about that then. What did they say? Were they like, well, how... When, oh, when my mom was very upset. My dad showed up and he had to come pick me up from school and he like didn't even know where to go. <laughs> but uh, I got in a lot of trouble. So your parents are like, what are you doing? We thought you, we raised yeah, you. Yeah, and my coach... Um, my coach, Michelle, my cheer coach was the only one who was like really like fighting for me. Like she would. Because you're going to get suspended, right? I was suspended. Oh, yeah, you were. For like were. nine days. Okay. Yeah. But you're going to get kicked out for no Yeah, we were about to that. go to nationals for cheer. And um, she really wanted me to like participate still because I was like the captain and stuff. Long old story. But um, she would just like tell me all the time, God loves you, Alyssa. God has a plan for you. Wow. Like God loves you. And I. I didn't accept it at the time. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, you're just like a nice, nice lady. And, you know, but she really, really like she I think she saw past like the facade. Yeah. And just was like, God has a plan for you. Like, God's going to use you, you know, and I'm like, Not what did now. she think when you married a preacher all these years? She was later? at our wedding. I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. What did she she's think? Like, when she's like, I've been yeah. speaking into you for years. She's like, I've always known. I've always known that God's going to use you. You know, like God had a plan, you know, so. Wow. Okay, so now you're in high school, yeah. you're doing that, you get in trouble, then you go mm -hmm. to beauty school. Did it get I worse? Tried, yeah, I tried testing out and going to college early with Erica. That didn't end up working. Who's watching? Shout out to Erica. I Hi. Erica. Um, and so then I went to beauty school and it just got drastically worse because I was like 17, 18 in beauty school and we all were just drinking all day long. We would party at all night school. at beauty school. Yeah, everybody was smoking and drinking and I just didn't take it seriously. I mean, there were some people taking it seriously, but I just didn't. Um, I don't think I was in the right headspace to even take it seriously. I was going through like a breakup. It was just like a really bad time of just feeling lost. So my plan was to take off with Erica to, to LA. I was like, I'm oh, going to no, finish. Not I know. LA. I know. Okay, um, sorry. I just had to say that. And we were just going to go move in with her mom and just live our life out there. And, um, I was telling Nico earlier that I really think that I got saved at such a pivotal time mm. because if I would have actually taken that route, I think my life would have just been a completely different yeah. story. So you got saved at the right time. That's how I feel. I'm like, man, I was at this moment where I was either going to go off and do my career and get married. But in my mind, even my story, I had zero desire plan. Like 
There's a verse in Habakkuk where God says, I'm going to do something that you wouldn't even believe if someone told yeah. you about it. He goes, he tells Habakkuk, look around the nations and be amazed. I'm about to do something you wouldn't believe even if someone told you. So if somebody came up to you and said, Alyssa, in a year, oh, no. I you're going to be it. saved no. in revival, no. delivered. You're going to end up marrying a preacher, a, a pastor. <laughs> no. <laughs> you literally wouldn't believe it even if no, someone told you. absolutely not. And that's what God does. God says, and there's some of you watching and there's 3,500, wow. And you're like, I, God doesn't have a plan for me. You're out there maybe where she was at, yeah. partying and drinking and stuff. And God's like, I'm going to do something you wouldn't even believe if I yeah. told you. And your parents wouldn't believe it, which we're going to no, talk about. No, <laughs> But you had such a crazy encounter with God. You're about to move while your plan was about to move to yeah. LA. And it's so crazy how God has a way of interrupting our plans, like knowing. Like my brother Nico, who's here, mm -hmm. he was about to move and be a part of like a drug house in San Francisco. He yeah. was like weeks away. He actually texted me when, he, when I got saved and said, I'm going to go to hell just to prove to you that God doesn't save everyone. Yeah. He said, so I'm going to go to hell and I'm leaving in a week or two. And I was like, and then he had his encounter and he'll be on at some point. And God radically encountered him. But God always has a way of showing up like at the right time in the right moments in the midnight hour, mm -hmm. right before we go off and do something that's probably like heart would be harder to yeah. encounter God. in. so now you're in beauty college. Mm -hmm. You're going to be planning to move with Erica yeah. to Los Angeles. Yeah. And then you have a friend that invites you to church. What happens? Tell what us from there. What was it? Generation Fellowship? Yeah. Or we back were, in the day. You, you're leaking it. We oh, back, back in the day, we started out. Is we it didn't, a secret? No, it's not. Oh. Nobody knows, but it's funny. We didn't know anything about anything, and we named our ministry Generation Fellowship. Actually, I don't even think it had a name when I came. No, it didn't have a name, it but we ended up name. naming it Generation Fellowship, yeah. which is like the cheesiest name ever. Yeah. But we were like, it's old people with young people and this. It's so we're like a generation yeah. that fellowships. <laughs> GF. Was, yeah, we call it GF. <laughs> it was so cheesy. We had like these shirts that were like the absolute cheesiest shirts in the world. But it was amazing for the time. Yeah. And then we had this prayer meeting, and God's like, the name's The Awakening. Yeah, so my friend at beauty school... Um, she was like, she kept talking about, oh, this thing, I'm going to this prayer meeting and just kept calling it like a prayer meeting. Well, do you remember um, what month this was? Cause it started April. in January. I came in April. Okay. okay. It was like the end of April. So we started towards the middle end yeah. of January. So I think when I first came, it was in April. Um, and she's like, you know, I really want to come. And there was like three or four of us friends. And the other girl was like a youth pastor, which I don't know why she was hanging out with us, but she was. Is she watching right now? <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Um, <laughs> the youth pastor. <laughs> The youth pastor was partying with y'all. Okay, okay, we got it. I don't it. know if she actually partied with us, but we weren't like yeah. good. So she was like, you know, there's like a prayer meeting and all this stuff and we can go to it. And I kind of just blew her off because I'm like, why would I go to Manteca? I don't even know where that's at. Like all this stuff. Something, I don't know if something happened in my car, but I just didn't want to drive or maybe I was just drinking. I don't, I'm not sure. And she's like, I just want to go to the mall. I'm like, I want to go to the mall. Let's go get makeup. Like, let's go do this. She's like, okay, I'll take you to the mall. But first we're going to stop at this, this house. Wow. And I'm like, she's like, there's a bunch of teenagers. Isaiah thinks that they're... No, for sure. No. This is what she said. I'm going to tell... I don't remember that part at she all. She literally told us that <laughs> she brought you because she told you there's a bunch of hot guys there. I don't remember that okay, part. Okay, she doesn't remember, but she for sure that happened. She said there was a bunch of happened. like but the young thing was, kids. Okay, but the thing was, well, of course there was a bunch of hot guys there because oh you met my me. Gosh. But the whole oh, point... The whole, I knew. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> my mouth hurt. <laughs> the whole point was there was a bunch of young people. Like it looked yeah, like it a party. Was, it did. It looked like a party. Yeah. There's people packed everywhere. And the videos are online. There's cars in the parking lot everywhere. And we're you all young. We're this. all 19, 20. We all were the party group. Yeah. So it it really was unorthodox because it, it was a bunch Church of like. Church said, I feel like I remember that. Thank you. My <laughs> sister's in the chat. By the way, all our family's in the chat. Maybe so you I guys don't can, remember my that. sister remembers. But it was a lot of young people. Yeah. We were all college age getting saved. She called it like a prayer meeting thing. Yeah. 
So we were there. There was a lot of attractive young people there because we were all yeah. partying and all that, right? We weren't like these. Just, and I'm just being real. We weren't like these nerdy, like no, no, you know no. what I mean, kids. It so, literally was like they partied last week. Yes, and, and then it was we're attractive. Like, it was yeah. attractive to like our age people because yeah. they're like, oh, you guys are. It's you like guys, something new. Yeah, they're like, you guys don't smell weird. You're not like normal Christians. Like you guys weird. are cool. Yeah, and it was like we we were all like, and that was our motto. We're like, we could be cool and serve God and yeah. pray all the time and on all that kind of stuff because God's not boring. God's not lame, and so. You come to that meeting. She invites like you. I'm gonna make a joke. No, no, no. I'm not gonna make no joke. I'm gonna make jokes at the end. Okay. Right now, serious time. When we do the fast food, all that, we'll laugh and make jokes. Okay. So now here you are. So which I got we have all these notes, and we're not even going into. Yeah. But so here you are. Now you get tricked into coming. Yeah. So she tricked you. She didn't. Yeah. She's like, if you come with me, like I'll take you to the mall. So I wasn't okay. really like thinking. I'm like, okay, I'll come. So I show up. To the living room. To the living room. Cars everywhere, and like people are outside. People are just. It literally looked like a house party. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, whatever. When I walk in, there was just Bibles all over the floor. <laughs> they were saving their they seats. They were saving their seats. Yeah, yeah, because there's no like, room in the house. Why is there so many Bibles everywhere? Like, Bibles laying everywhere. I didn't get it. I was so, like the whole time, the whole night, I destiny. just remember being so confused because I'm like, what is happening? Like from somebody not saved, it looked really. Yeah, it looked very cultish. We were in a house with Bibles all over the floor. Very, I'm like, okay, this is crazy. Um. So then you start preaching, and I know you're going to ask what I thought about you. Yeah, okay, so what do you think? You saw 120 pounds on his best day, screaming. And by the way, actually, they've seen some of the house videos I posted. Like, I think the tiles are like 12 years ago I preached this, but I was crazy. Like, and I, I only posted the ones okay, where so I was like... Okay, so that's what I thought. My first thought yeah, was, was, why wild. is this guy yelling at me? Oh, like, yeah. And all he was I like, still yell, but I was like... But he was like I was standing, just all over the place. And I just remember thinking... I don't even know what he's saying. Like, I literally had no idea what you were saying. You were like off. I annoyed like, you. You said, you're like, this I, guy's so annoying. I did. did Go I ahead. That? Just oh. tell. <laughs> listen, we're going to just let it all out here. We don't care. No, you just, you weren't even making sense. Like, I don't know if I was just oh, blinded. I'm like, Go ahead. I'm like, going to say whatever. She's like, okay, you weren't even making sense. Go ahead. Sorry. Someone said she met hot Isaiah. Oh, sorry. I'm not anymore. You know, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Go ahead. They said, where can we watch these videos? Go ahead. They're on no, my but YouTube. I'm saying, I like, you were so spiritually on a different level yeah, yeah, that yeah. you just weren't making sense. So I don't know what you were talking about. I never heard any of that before. There's just a, hundreds of people sitting next yeah. to me. I'm all crowded. You were and, in the corner by the plant. Yeah, I was. And I then, oh, you remember? Yeah, go ahead. You remember? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you turned off the lights and you're like, we're going to pray for everybody. Like, we're just going to go pray for everybody. Yeah, we did turn the lights all the way off. It was So it's it pitch black in there. <laughs> pitch black, literally. <laughs> And it people, would get pitch black. I'm not going to lie. People just started like ants just, and like people are praying for everybody. And before the person prayed for me, I was standing there and people are getting like speaking in tongues, which I've never heard before. Yeah. And I'm like, I got to get out of here. Like my one thought is I need, I need to leave. Like this <laughs> is like, I'm going to die in here. Like, <laughs> like so serious. I thought I was going to die people because they're getting slain in the spirit they're falling over so they're getting slain in the spirit and you thought they were dying oh i thought they were dying i'm like they're killing people in here like this is not this is not this i gotta leave like i gotta like so i started trying to get to the um exit like the side door Good luck. and somebody fell on my foot and i remember i'm standing there with like i thought a dead body on my foot and i'm like i'm gonna die so i asked my friend who brought me and i'm like why are the people on the ground? Like what happens to them? And she, she was joking. She's like, Oh, they all wake up at 5. AM. And I was like, <gasps> I, I was like, this is a cult. Like I'm, I'm in one right now. Like they all gonna, I was like, how do they do that? Like, why do they wake up? 
Anyway. Of course she was joking, but she you didn't know. She was joking. You didn't know. She didn't know. So I'm trying to actually leave, and that's when the guy came up to pray for me and yeah. totally... Who I actually just recently talked to a sister 12 years later. That's a whole nother story. Yeah. But yeah. So he came up to you. What happened? He just started praying for me. I, I don't remember what he said at all, but I remember feeling like, how well, number one, how does he know this about me? Yeah. Number two, like, why do I feel like this? It was just like this, oh, like this peace and like kind of like a hope. Yeah. And I'm like, for once, I didn't feel like dirty. I didn't feel like messed up. I didn't feel like even though he's saying all these things he knows about me, like he said it like so lovingly. Like I was like, something's different about this. Um, I was crying. Um, it was just it was just like a really like intimate kind of encounter. And then on your way out, you were trying to leave. I was trying happened. to leave. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm out of here. Like, get me out of this place. So then he prayed for me and everything. And then I left and I remember driving home. And for some reason, because I lived far away. Um, I'm like, yeah, like 45 minutes. Yeah. Away. I'm like, I'm I don't think I'm going to like turn on my music. Like, I didn't know what to do. Wow. And you didn't preach about that or anything like that. I just knew I just don't want to listen to the music anymore. Wow. So I literally sat in silence the whole time. I even picked up my friend the next morning and the I one that invited you No, a different, a different friend one, that okay. I picked up and I didn't want to turn on the music again. And that was on a Thursday. Cause remember it was on a Thursday. So then yep. the next day was Friday and we had all these plans to go partying. And I remember telling um, Erica at the time, I'm like, you know what? I think I'm just gonna stay this one out. Like, I think I'm just gonna stay home. I think I'm going to sleep. Like I've just, I don't know why I feel weird, which Erica told me today. She came over today and she told me, she's like the day after I saw you from the first time I came, she's like, you look so different. It's crazy. She's like, I couldn't explain it. Like, I didn't know why, but you just had this like look about you where it was just different. So you didn't tell us not to drink. Like when you were preaching, you didn't yeah. say it was all Holy Spirit where I felt like I don't want to drink. I don't want to do this. Wow. I don't want to party anymore. So I just remember staying um, home from all that. And I asked my friend, I was like, hey, you know that like prayer thing? Like, I think I'll like, I think I might go with you like again. And she's like, okay, like it's every week and blah, blah, blah. So, and you told, you, t you said like, you didn't want to like tell her I want to go, but you're like, Hey, do you think you're going to go back to that yeah, thing? And was she was like, like, yeah. And you're like, I think I might go with you again. Cause I didn't know why I wanted to go. Cause I'm like, it's so weird. Yeah. And it's so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. Tell us how it was. It's just so, it wasn't like me and it was so almost uncomfortable. Cause I'm like, I'm obviously like the dirty one here Yeah. and everyone else is like praising and worshiping. And I'm like, I don't know anything about what you guys are doing, but I just was like more curious than yeah. anything. So you came back. What happened after that? Um, I just kept coming. I just kept coming and coming and I would just come all the time and start worshiping with you guys and start praying. And cause there wasn't like a lot of preaching. There's I think the first like time I, I didn't meet you the first night I met you at church after you came the first time, I never saw you or met you. Mm -hmm. And then we started going to church. Yeah, she invited you to church. And so I saw you at church. Church and, did. And we actually sat next to each other at yeah. church. And I, your friend got mad. She's like, how come you're sitting next yeah, to she him? She got mad about a lot of she got, she got super <laughs> mad and the first time I met her that we were sitting next to each other. Yeah. So you ended up coming. Now you're involved in our group. Which, which you we sat had, by me. I was already sitting down. Okay, well, there's that. <laughs> So we, and I was like, wow, this girl smells really good. So we had this thing. I remember too, you're wearing like all these big gold bracelets, like a 20 of them. I was like, what is this? Like the Prince of Persia? You're like, do you remember that? It was the style. It you was had, like 2012. You had all these bracelets. And I was like, wow, this is like the queen of Persia or something. So anyways, we sat next to each other at church. And then apparently, apparently. Okay. So great, great minds think alike. So apparently, apparently, 
I asked for your number or something. You did. You but totally listen, did. I was not, I was getting, I, I had these group texts. I could literally show them. I still have them. Well, I don't have the group text, but I have the groups where I was getting everybody's number that would come. Oh, okay. No, listen, everybody's number that would come. I have a list because we didn't have like Instagram, none of that then. I think Instagram had just come out. Yeah. I had this long list of every single person's number that came through the door. We'd write down their phone number and we would literally send a text out every single week to every single person. And every week they'd be like, F you, leave me alone. Where'd you get my number? <laughs> like people were blast, like so mad, but I was like, I'm getting everyone here. Yeah. So I would text every single person at the revival every week. So mm -hmm. I had this prayer group and I'm like, hey, you want to be part of the prayer group? So yeah. what so happened? You asked me. You what happened? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't number? remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Well, I was just standing there about to leave, and you're like, hey, I can't even do this. <laughs> Tell us what. I basically got her number via yeah. prayer. Yeah, you're like, hey, can but I, I get your number? But it wasn't like that, though, for real, though. But can I ahead. get your number? Because I, you know, I want to like keep you updated on like the prayer meetings and stuff <laughs> and the time. That sounds so bad. <laughs> sounds so bad. Sometimes Isaiah's got that riz. Somebody call me the queen of Persia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was like, I want to keep you updated. On prayer. And I want and you like, to have my kids, but keep going. Go no, ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so then you started coming. Yeah, I started coming. You got involved in the ministry. Mm -hmm. Tell us about... My deliverance. Yes, how you we got delivered. Which I remember that night, and I'll tell my side, but I want you to tell your side first. Uh, okay, I'll tell my side. I was standing in the kitchen. There's 4,200 people on. That's awesome. Wow. Go, sorry, no pressure. I was standing in the kitchen. Uh, we're actually ending the prayer night. So what? do you know what month it was? I don't remember, but we were having a prayer meeting. Yeah, I don't remember. Um... And somebody in the in the living room. What are you laughing at? The comments. As it has cut that drip. Somebody said, "Go ahead, sorry." Um, Church chat, <laughs> dude. Go ahead. Someone said, "Infinite Riz." By the way, Riz means charisma. So I'm kind of charismatic. Go ahead. You are very. <clears throat> Go ahead. Um, okay, so somebody was in the front, and they started manifesting. Okay. And I, remember I was. That. You remember that? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm not going to name any names. Yeah. And I was standing in the kitchen. Go ahead. <laughs> and I just remember feeling really sick. And I think I called Cherish and I was like... How long were you saved at this point? Do you remember? I don't know. Like a month I or wish two. I knew. It was probably like, like a, month a month or two. It was probably like a month. And I told Cherish, I'm like, I don't feel good at all. Which I had never seen a deliverance up until this point. Yeah. I don't think we were doing them all the time. Because I was barely just like coming to prayer. And... um. I just kept telling her, I don't feel good. She's like, okay, I know what this is. And I'm like, no, like, I really don't feel She's good. She's in the chat too. Is she Commented, in there? Yeah. I think it was Cherish. Yeah. And um, I just kept saying, I don't feel good. I feel like I'm going to pass out. Like, what is wrong with me? Like, I need to go home. I don't feel good. Mind you, she's getting delivered in the front room. And my demons were just. The other girl was getting delivered. Yeah, going and crazy. Your and going I'm crazy. in the kitchen. And I just remember, I like fall. I just completely fall on the kitchen floor. And I just kind of go in and out from there. Okay, so then what happened? Well, I don't remember. I was getting delivered. Okay, so <laughs> we ended up carrying now? her to the living room. Well, actually, what happened that night was I got super frustrated, and I'm I was super young in the faith too. So she, this other girl was manifesting. Were you getting annoyed with me? No, no, no. Another oh. girl was manifesting. <laughs> this guy started manifesting. She started manifesting. It was like a chain reaction of people manifesting yeah, and screaming. And I was like super like. I don't know what happened with me. I got rebuked after, but I was like very on edge and like frustrated because everyone just started manifesting. I was like, I basically just went like super sane. I was like, who stop. I was like screaming. You? I was just so mad. Nino, he was oh. like, you got it. You can't let your temper because I got so <laughs> mad. I was like, devil, you're not going to do this. And I'm like, take her to that room. I just like went. Like, yeah, I remember that. I ended up in the living room. I was super frustrated because like everyone was just screaming. It was like very chaotic. So one of the guys we took to a back room, the girl mm -hmm. we took across the street to pray for. Okay. You ended up in slithering around. Yeah. I'll, since you don't remember, okay. I'll tell. Okay. The chat's like, let her tell the story. We're going to work together here. 
You were crawling on the floor like uh-huh. yeah, like a I snake. I remember that. Yeah, you were slithering, rolling around like an alligator. And then me and Nino and yeah. like a couple of the girls were trying to hold you down. We I was literally levitating. we literally couldn't hold her down. She's levitating off the ground. Far off the ground. She was with my arms making out. noises, hissing, screaming. You know what do you want from us? I'm gonna kill you. And yeah. then I'm like, what I is your name? That. It was like Jezebel. It was like okay, go ahead. you don't. Oh, remember now this, she remembers. But... All right, go no, ahead. No, because no. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember whoever was on my feet. She was like, it's Jezebel. Yeah, it was Cherish. I think. No, it was um somebody else. Okay. And I remember be very clear in my head, you were saying, who's Jezebel? Wow. My first encounter with Jezebel. Yeah. I was literally the laying there. The heresy hunters are going to love I this. <laughs> the heresy hunters are going to be like, Isaiah Saldivar cast oh, no, Jezebel out of his wife. Jezebel. It's okay. It's free promotion. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. And um, she was like, it's Jezebel. And you're like, who's Jezebel? And then Nino's just like, keep going, keep going. So I remember wow. that. Yeah. So she scratched us. I also all remember that. trying to bite you. Yeah, she was biting us. And you shoved us. the Bible in my mouth. Wow. You I don't remember that. that. <laughs> no, I don't remember that. So you didn't remember, but now all of a sudden you no, do. No, I'm saying I remember, you remember some I, of it. Yeah, okay. some of it. I don't remember how I got like places, but I remember. I'm like, bite this. I, you did, and I remember I was trying to bite things, and you're like, no, bite this, and you shoved it in my mouth, and yeah. Wow. No, we did. Hey, we did some stuff back then. I'm it just saying wild. we were learning. It we was were wild. Nobody knew anything. So. Anyway, she gets fully delivered of Jezebel, yeah, all these spirits, everything, everything mm-hmm. like that. The spirits like, oh, I'm going to destroy you. Home, all that stuff. Okay, so home. she lives like 45 yeah. minutes away. Mind you, for like a year and a half, you drove yeah, after this. to yeah. the meeting every day almost. Mm-hmm. 45 minutes every single day you were driving to the revival yeah. and prayer and all that. Because we had prayer every single day. So I stick the Bible, all that. Didn't know what was going on. Yeah, never even encountered Jezebel delivered. before. You get fully delivered. Mm-hmm. And then you go home. You get home at like midnight probably. I think it was the next day. I think it because no, it was would, that night. Really? Or maybe my, it was the morning. My mom would have been awake at midnight. You woke your parents up. Did I? Yes. The, uh, <gasps> your mom and dad are probably. I in the don't chat know. Somewhere. Mom, tell me, did I wake yeah, you, you up? Yeah, you for sure woke your I parents up. I remember day. you coming back the next day and saying, "Yeah, I went home at late, super late, and I woke my parents up." And go ahead, what happened there? Um, so I remember still my mom's bed, and I go, "Mom, I was really excited. I'm like, I had 13 demons cast out of me, and I had the list of them and everything, and she thought I was crazy." Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's real. Like there's demons and they were coming out of me and this and that. And I had the spirit of this and the generational this. And I mean, probably shouldn't do that to like your family. It was family. 2 a.m. Your mom said. Oh, it Her was? Her mom's in the chat. It was 2, 2 a.m. No we got way. facts here. Yes. I thought it was the next day. 2 a.m. Okay. So 2 a.m. Yeah. You come home to your mom mm-hmm. who's Baptist. Freaked her raised out. Baptist. Freaked her got out. Got saved at five yes. years old. Been in church her whole life. Yes. Never seen a demon cast out. And she said. And her daughter comes home and says, I was at a house. Yeah. And they cast demons yeah. out of me. Which, What'd I mean, say? she kind of knew that I was changed because I was obviously a different person. Yeah. But I think the whole demon aspect just freaked her out. Yeah. So she was like, I'm coming. She's like, you're in a cult. And she told my dad, like, we're going. We need to check it out. They, like, our daughter's in something. And we need to, like, we need to see, make sure she's safe. Yeah. So you end up telling them the story. Mm-hmm. They come to the revival. And then what happened when they came? I know a little bit, but I'll let you. Do you remember any of it? They just encountered God. Yeah. For the first time. I mean, they didn't get, like, delivered or anything. But it was like, they felt the Holy Spirit. And they saw people speaking in tongues. And it was just something that we've never been a part of and it just changed their whole life. So they encounter God there at the first service, kind of mm-hmm. like skeptical, like what is going on? They leave and 
Gary and Tammy are both in the chat, but they go back to home and your dad, I guess he said they were quiet the whole drive home, which was 45 minutes away. And he read like the book of acts that night or something like that. Like read the whole book of acts, which Tammy, if you want, you could type the story a little bit in the chat, but he read like the whole that. book of acts the next few days. Yeah. I yeah. just recently talked, he was telling me this and then was like, this is like in the Bible. Yeah. Like they're, they're like, how have we never seen this? Yeah. Before? Like how yeah. have we never seen like deliverance, miracles, signs and wonders? Mm -hmm. Like this is in the Bible. And your dad was like super convicted and was like drinking once in a while or whatever yeah, he was he doing. Yeah, he threw away his tequila. Yeah, he I was doing that. drinking yeah. and he was doing other stuff. And he was like, I'm not doing any of this anymore. I want to go on with God. And literally, let me just say this from their first time going, just guys, remember they lived 45 minutes away. Was she from Turlock? You were from Ceres. Ceres. Mm -hmm. They lived 45 minutes away drive. And her parents from that day on, yeah. I don't think ever missed one meeting, probably maybe like a medical emergency. And it was like three times a week. Three times yeah. a week for sure for 10 years almost. Mm -hmm. They literally came every single service yeah. from that moment on. And he worked in the morning. He would work at like two, he, he would, would get, get up, up at like two three. or three in the yeah. morning, get home at like midnight or something from the mm -hmm. revival. They were the most faithful people coming every time, supporting, just going after God. And they've been that way since then. Like yeah. they just came with us to Atlanta. Anything we do, they're like, we're going, we're... So they've been on fire radical ever mm -hmm. since. And all from you coming and then being all like... All for my think, demons. Yeah, we think she's in the cult <laughs> yeah. and they've been with us like our biggest supporters ever since. And then mom and Tammy will probably type something in the chat here and, and let us know some of that story. But so then that happens. So now you're saved, you're on fire for God. Mm -hmm. Your life is what now? Because you go from partying, drinking, all this. Like your life is filled with that to now. Yeah. Like what is your daily life now for the next few months? Because we went to prayer. We got married. You came what month? April. So we got married like a year, a year and a year half and a half. ish yeah. after you first came. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now you're going from was, partying every day, drinking yeah. every day at school, literally drinking every single day, mm -hmm. pretty much at beauty college, mm -hmm. and you're now in revival. You're living delivered. Holy, living holy. What was the deliverance after? Like, like, did you feel lighter? Did you feel different? Did you know like something yeah, changed? I knew I was, I just knew I was completely different. Everyone said I looked different. Um, just mentally all those old, like, I feel like I became a new person. So even talking about all the old pain and the old things that I dealt with and, you know, it just like, didn't have a sting anymore. Mm. I'm like, okay, I just, that was like my old person. Yeah. Like I, I have no connection to it. I'm just like a new, completely new person and I'm starting a completely new life, you That's know? Good. So, so now you're on fire and then you go from that to how did we meet? What did you think about me? What oh, was the story? <laughs> what did you No, Seriously? Cause I know it's like a little fuzzy and guys remember this is like what? 12 years ago. 12 years that we we've had a lot of kids. Saved. My mind's a little, no, yeah, we've gone through, <laughs> we've had a lot of kids. We've had, we've been through a lot. We've done thousands of like services and, revival and you ran our kids ministry yeah. and you were full on like hundred percent all for it the whole time mm -hmm. ever since. So we started talking and, or we felt like God was telling us like to merit that we were the ones. And yeah. basically I was like, I'm not going to date anybody. I'm not going to like anybody. I basically told God, I don't want to like or date yeah. or talk to anybody unless I'm going to marry them. So I, I was like the first person I get feelings for, that's the person I want to marry. Yeah. So I started getting feelings. We were actually also just a side note at Bible college together and the uh -huh. pastor's like i want you to go somewhere in this room and this doesn't happen to everybody so if you're listening waiting for an audible voice i never got a, no audible voice. she didn't get an audible voice okay i had no no yeah so she never had this crazy confirmation i had a crazy confirmation so i'm like which lord. you didn't tell me that would have been helpful so i was like lord i know this is well i mean it's kind of manipulative to be like oh god told me audibly you're <laughs> yeah, my you're wife right. right like that's a little manipulative. i mean it would have helped but yeah you're so right. we were in bible college together she's pursuing god on fire we're in ministry together we're group all always together in a group, yeah. right? So it wasn't like, it was just this group all 
the time doing Cherish ministry. Cherish was like my only friend. Yeah, my sister was her best friend, and we were traveling and doing ministry. Were you ministry. saved at that point? I don't and know. Church is, my brother's <laughs> wife's over here. Like, I was like, what about me? Yeah, what about me? She wasn't even saved then. But we're in Bible college, and the pastor basically says, go find somewhere in the room, mm-hmm. you remember this, mm-hmm. and get a word from God. And don't get off your face until God speaks to you. And those yeah, a bunch mine of people wasn't that, like about marriage, though. Yeah, so she did get a word, but it wasn't about marriage. No. I went and laid by the drum set, because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm a drummer, it's a cozy place. So I went and laid by the drum set, and I kid you not, the second I, and again, don't compare our relationship to your guys's, because this might not happen for you. I was just like, Lord, I got to marry the right one. When you're doing full-time ministry, like she has to be the right one because your wife could literally ruin your calling and your husband could ruin your calling. Like if you marry someone that doesn't want to be in full-time ministry and that's your life calling, that's massive. So I'm like, God, it has to be, I don't want feelings. Cause I was in the same thing as you promiscuous back and forth dating a girl four years. But every time we'd break up with a different person, like we are living both the same similar, just bad lifestyle, like with people, multiple people all the time and stuff. So I was like, I don't ever want that. I don't want to ever like a girl unless I'm going to marry her. So literally you were the first one I ever had feelings for. And obviously, yeah, yeah, we got married. So I never, from the moment I got saved till we got married, had any feelings, any attraction to any other girls at all, which is awesome. And I'm grateful for that. So we're at the thing. I go face first on the ground. The second I lay on the ground, I hear the, like as audible as it can be. So some say audible, some say not. I felt like it was an audible voice from God. And this is all he said. Alyssa is your wife. Like audibly. So I was like, I think I was the only Alyssa that you knew. (laughs) That's true. I was like, can we get a last name? But I was like, okay. So I got, I got off my face and I was just like shook. I was sitting at my table and you were actually sitting next to me, I think. All right. And so you, you were, don't act like you weren't following me around, girl. She was following me. I think I sat behind you. I don't know. So you could what, see the back of my fade. I didn't even have a fade at that time. I know you did. I just had like a three all over. I was scroungy. So anyways, I was sitting there and I was like. With your V-neck, the short sleeve V-neck. I used to wear, yeah, I actually used to wear short sleeves back in the day. So I was like shook. I'm like, and I don't want to tell her this. Like that's super manipulative. Oh, by the way, God just spoke to me that you're going to be my wife. So I went to my uncle who's my pastor who Mm -hmm. like has been a major part Nino in our life. Like major mentored us, discipled us, like was my, has been my right hand guy since the day I got saved. So I went to him because I told him the moment I get feelings for someone, I'm going to come to you. So I was like, I'm getting like, it was like a light switch turned off. I don't know if it was that point, but at some point it was like, I woke up one day and was like, I have crazy feelings for her. So I went to my Nino. I'm like, I have these crazy feelings for this girl, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And that's a whole nother funny story I won't even say, but what? I'm like, me me saying in him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so anyways. I already know where you Should I just say it? Anyways, <laughs> no. no, no, okay, it's awkward. Anyways, I'm like, I have feelings for this girl, blah, blah, blah. And so I tell him, I'm like, Alyssa. And he's like, whoa, that's crazy. I'm like, yeah, he's like, well, let's fast and pray about it. So you need to fast, you need to pray. We need to, all that stuff. And then what, I don't even fully know your side. You, did you talk to Nino? Cause obviously he came and talked to you or approached you or no, something happened. No, the only time I talked to Nino was when we, after we had already got engaged. And, so what, and we had that meeting with him and he told me about how hard it's going to be. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about that. But when you had feelings for me and all that, obviously I knew we were talking and stuff no. like that. But you nobody talked to me. No, no, I'm saying we were. No, we were. Oh yeah, we, we were, were talking. talking. Yeah. yeah. So we went. I went through the fasting, all that, and yeah. then we, well, you told me you, you told me that you yeah, know, that you're getting Nino. more feelings, and I'm talking yeah. to Nino, and I feel like this is like the way we're headed, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. And you were basically like, well, of course I'm obsessed with you because like you're yeah. the preacher, and like, is that what happened? No. What I really liked about you is that you were. What really, else? Go ahead. Tell us. Give us a little. Li- you know, whatever you want to say. You were really nice. I was really nice. You were really oh, nice. I'm it was the nice. first time. Somebody was really nice to me. Wow. Like genuinely for like no other reason than you were just like. Inviting you to the prayer meeting. Yeah. Oh, remember when you made me the coffee? 
I don't remember that. I don't remember a you lot don't of remember it. That? No, no, I don't remember. The first time I, I did ever work came at Starbucks though, so it wasn't that to weird. To like a hangout and I was like super uncomfortable and like my friend left me and everything. And I was sitting there. The and friend you, that invited you left. Yeah. Didn't come anymore. And you walked and you handed me a coffee and you're like, a little birdie told me you love this. The way to her heart. And guys. I was like, and wow. she loves coffee. In my to this head, day. I was like, that like was the nicest machines. thing anybody's ever done for me. So some of you but guys yeah. need to just take notes, just make her coffee. No, you were just genuinely nice to everybody. You were nice to my parents. You were nice to like everybody around us. You were like so caring. So yeah. Awesome. So we end up never, never officially dating, nothing like that. Yeah. We end up at the revival service. There was like 700 people. It was massively we also packed had, up. We also had like people around us all the time and like yeah, we yeah. couldn't sit by each other at church. Remember? Yeah, we were not allowed to sit by each other at church. Don't yeah. ride in the I, car. No, this is what it was. Abstain from the appearances of yeah, evil, which like, is great. I which know you're good. not doing evil, but like abstain from yeah, everything. Yeah, no riding in like, the car no together. No even let people. So I would ride with Cherish. Yeah, and, no sitting yeah. together. Nobody... The people that were close to us knew that there was something there. There was like a dynamic. Yeah, but nobody but it knew. Wasn't, yeah. It wasn't like, oh, we're dating. So we never dated. Like, be, mm -hmm. we'll be clear. We never dated. Basically, fasted, prayed. Then I was like, well, I'm going to propose to her. So we went through like, first I talked to your parents. So I said to all their parents, I'm like. Oh, here we go. I got to ask. I'm <laughs> traditional, right? Like, we got to ask the parents. I didn't know. I had no yeah, idea you, you were know, doing this. Of course. This. Yeah. So I, her mom, her dad, my uncle Nino, my parents were there. And we were at this table. I'm like, hey, I'm like, I have feelings for your daughter, this and that, which they probably knew and had an idea, right? Because we're always, always together. And I stuff think like my that. mom said she was totally caught off guard. Oh, really? Yeah, I think she had no okay. idea. So I asked her dad, I'm like, hey, I want to ask if I could take your daughter's hand in marriage and like, I'll treat her right, all this stuff, I'll take care of her. Oh, geez. And your dad was like, <laughs> she's very expensive. <laughs> she's very expensive. I'm like, I know it doesn't matter. He's like, no, like, dude, like, she's. She likes nice clothes, her insurance. Like he he went on like literally telling me like, man, he she's- He tried talking you out of it. Yeah, he's like, she's super expensive. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like I'll support her, blah, blah. And then he's like, of course. He was like, of course you can marry her. He's like, you're the preacher. Yeah, that's, that's what, what he said. said. He's, he's like, like, you're, you're the, the preacher. preacher. You he's can like, marry of course her. I want you to marry my daughter. And then her mom was just like, that would be a dream. And that would be, and all that. It was amazing. But yeah. then what happened was we had a, I wanted to get married on a certain day. So by the way, we got married in two and a half months after getting engaged. So I'm like, July 17th. just think about this guys. I was traveling nonstop. So I'm like, I had like, I think 10 events planned yeah. for like four months of yeah. traveling. So I had two months of no events, two and a half months. And then the next four months was just straight traveling. Yeah. So I'm like, the Bible says it's better to marry than burn. Oh we got to get gosh. married now. But the thing was, I was like, we either get married in two months or we get married in like eight months. Yeah. And I'm like, there's like no happy medium. Like there's no chance I'm waiting eight months. Like there's just <laughs> no way. There's no chance. It's already been too long. So I was arguing with my uncle. I'm like, we got to get married on this day. We got to get married in this month, at least like on this yeah. time. He's like, no, it's too soon. You're not getting married in two and a half months. So me and him are like going at it, but we weren't, we were like, we're Italian. We were loud. We talked. Yeah, like, we're very quiet. Yeah. Her family's super quiet. Like when they first started coming around, they're like, what is wrong with these people? Cause we're always yelling and like wrestling and just shouting. Even at our family events, it's complete chaos. Right. But it's all normal. So me and him are going like what you guys might think is at it, but we're just normally talking with like how we do. We just super mm -hmm. loud. Her parents are mortified. They're like, they walk across the street and they're like, are you okay? Is everything okay? And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, that was a really heated fight. I was like, we weren't even fighting. They're like, yeah, that was like, they thought me and him were in a heated fight, but we were just arguing over the date. So we finally yeah. were like, he's like, fine, you can get married on that day. Right. Like the two and a half months yeah. or whatever. So then I don't know how long went by. It wasn't long at all. Got a ring ended up at the church. Again, most people didn't know anything. She, yeah. You kind of thought something was going I on. I thought something when um, Erica showed up. Yeah, her friend Erica. Out of nowhere. And I'm like, what are you doing here? Was like your best friend. And she was like, Isaiah told me I had to come tonight. And I was like, 
Yeah, that Why was a little bit I of. Why would I say I tell you you need to come tonight? So I was texting like all your friends, yeah. family, like you need to be there, and they're like, "Why?" I'm like, "You just have to be there." Yeah. So the night I proposed, we had a guest speaker, of course, and we had like it was insane. It was so packed because, of course, I was texting everyone they need to come, but really, like nobody knew anything. Maybe five people knew it was going to happen. Like, so we have a video somewhere we're going to play, it, but it was super low quality. I'll find the original quality, but. I was like so nervous and then I got on stage and was like, hey, at the revival, by the way, and I was like, hey, Alyssa, will you come on stage? And then Everyone's everyone screaming. was screaming. It was yeah. crazy. And everyone was looking at each other like, what is happening right now? It was very nerve wracking. It I was mean, crazy. Knowing me now, you probably should have done something and then completely someone different. Someone told you to like dress nice or something. They're like, Dude. We all were because we were recording a video. But we tricked you somehow. Yeah, yeah you guys tricked me. Oh, Cherish, Cherish wanted to paint my nails. Okay. Cherish tricked me and she's like- Who's think, my sister, Cherish? Yeah. She was like, oh, you're, you're not going to have your nails painted tonight or something? She's like, oh, here, I just got a new color. Let me do it. And I was like, why would I have my nails painted? Like, I don't need that. Yeah, you started getting yeah. like something's going on because family's Everyone coming, was, like, getting friends weird. are coming. And everyone's like, like how are you doing, like, Alyssa, staring at you? I was like, were. everyone, please stop asking how she's doing I'm like, tonight. why is everyone looking at me? And then even when um, he started singing... Everyone, literally the crowd. Not me. I wasn't me. singing. No, the not worship you. leader yeah. was singing. Was playing the song. Actually, he was writing. He, he sang a song he wrote for us. He didn't write yeah, it. Yeah, he wrote a song for us. Yes, he did. He was singing a song. The he God wrote. gave me you. No, he wasn't singing that. That's what you proposed to. No. Yes. Really? <laughs> oh was he God. singing that? Yes. What did he write a song for us? Was he our didn't wedding? He write a song. Yes, he wrote a song for us. Okay, anyways, anyway. that's all our story. Maybe it was our wedding. He wrote something for us. I think it was our wedding that he did. Something like that. But oh. he was singing God gave Maybe, me yeah. you. And then I came out. It, yeah. I came out and was like fumbling my words and was like, "Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for and being here." And everybody just started staring at me. I remember. I think it was Jasmine. It's somebody like it's been a rough somebody road. turned the camera, and I'm like, "I'm literally on the camera." I'm like, "Why are you filming?" I looked me? like I was like 11. Yeah, I looked so little. And then I had yeah, I just it was I was literally looked like I was 12. Called you up on stage, proposed mm-hmm. you. Everyone was screaming. Very embarrassing. Yeah, and then we got married literally two, two months, months and later. Two days. Two months and two days. Yeah. That quick. Yeah, it was. July 17th to September 15th. So, so we get married September 15th. The church was like, you guys can use our building. So we went to do our like our wedding, who we're going to invite. Mm-hmm. It ended up being, I'm Hispanic. So I had like 150. Huge. She had like 15. And I'm like, this is so, so I basically was like, we could either do a crazy nice wedding with like 50 people or the church. Outside. The church was outside, huge. Yeah. And they were like, you can use our building free. They really blessed us. Like mm-hmm. we're going to pay for the like appetizers. And, and they did the decorations. They did the cake. We got yeah. super blessed. So. We ended up having like 600 people, I think we invited yeah. to our wedding. So we're like, we're just going to invite everyone because we were, we had a huge building. Honestly, if we did it again though, you would still invite everyone. I know, that's true. You would still. So we invited everybody. It was massive. It was amazing. We didn't do food because it was like 600 people, yeah. but we did like appetizers or something. We went to our honeymoon in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, came back from our, I was going to say, how was that? We won't talk about the honeymoon. Came back. It was, it was, we had a great honeymoon, oh. by the way. Like not even being weird. Not even, not even being weird. We had like a great, it was a good honeymoon in Mexico. Yeah, it was right? nice. Right? It's nice. <laughs> and you know, the funny part was it was swine flu going on. So the place was empty. We were like, there was five couples in this yeah. huge resort. Everyone's laughing in the chat. So we oh had this, gosh. and there's 5,000 of you on. That's pretty crazy. So we had this awesome honeymoon, came back from the honeymoon and went straight to a conference. Mm-hmm. And we traveled and just been doing ministry Morning ever since. Star, yeah. But before you got married, what were people telling you? Because they're like, they really told you the cost of marrying a preacher. Like, yeah, talk, talk about, about that. No, talk about Nino. Yeah, talk about it. Oh, yeah. When he sat us down, we had just got engaged. Okay. And he sat us down. And Mike, a little bit closer. Thank you. Is that better? Yeah, that's better. And he sat us down and he was like, Alyssa, you don't know what it takes. Like, I know I know my nephew and I know this. And, you know, uh, ministry is going to take everything. And are you ready for it? And 
I mean, just he drilling made the cost in. Very he high. did. Oh, everybody told me like the exact cost. Remember my of, like, grandpa Rudy when he take? sat you down? Yeah. My grandpa sat her down and was like, you know, when John Wesley got married, he had to leave his wife for a year on a carriage. Are you going to be preach. okay when Isaiah leaves yeah, you for like, a year? He's like, what if he leaves you to India for a year and preaches yeah. without you? Are you? And she was like, I guess. I'm she like, was okay. Like, yeah. So everyone was telling you yeah, the cost. So I, I think I knew going into it. I mean, obviously, I didn't know on this scale, scale yeah. how big it is and how much it actually does take, but. I knew going into it that like it wasn't going to be a normal marriage. Yeah. And it wasn't going to be like what I even thought a marriage was going to be like. Yeah. So you we get married. I'm glad they did that, though, because even people watching and whenever preachers I see get married and then their male marriage fails, they're always like they try to blame their wife. Like, well, my wife yeah. doesn't want to do ministry. And stuff, no, I definitely but, knew like what it was. Yeah. Take. And that's it's important that if you're going to do full time ministry, the person knows the cost. They know like this is what it's going to take. And I told you that I'm like, yeah. it's not going to be easy being married to me. I'm super like 24 seven yeah. driven with like everything. I'm like, it's like God or nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's God or nothing. I and I'm not tuning my own horn doll, but my personality is like I'm obsessed with the things of God. This is going to be our life. Yeah. Like we don't, we don't go to movies. We don't do, we literally don't do anything but like ministry and God. Mm -hmm. And that was really, like, are you okay with this? Until we started having kids, our whole life was just 24 seven prayer, revival yeah. ministry. We ate, breathed and slept, which one of the interesting thing was when we got married, we were like, we didn't, first of all, we didn't even know what a godly relationship was. We're like, yeah. this is so weird. Cause we both were in toxic relationships. Even riding the car. I'm like, are we allowed to ride in the car? Even though we're married. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. just like, it was a very weird like, yeah. shift. And and we both had lost our virginity. Yeah. Chat, no, chat's good. We both lost our virginity before we were married. So mm -hmm. we're like, we've never been in a holy relationship. We've never, we both lived with our, kind of lived with our yeah. boyfriend girl. And we won't go into yeah. detail, but <laughs> we both kind of lived. Like I was pretty much living with my girlfriend part-time. She had a boyfriend that was living with her for a little while because yeah. he got kicked out of his house. So we both lived in like really, we both had toxic relationships. Now we had a godly relationship. We're like, wow, we don't feel shame, guilt, none of that. Like God totally purified us, cleansed us, all that. But really our marriage was like 24 seven ministry. Mm -hmm. And we didn't, we, well, we haven't went and seen a movie in like, I think eight years. We never went to, we didn't do anything. Like we didn't want to do anything. We didn't go to concerts. Yeah. We didn't go to movies. Like everything a relationship does, yeah. we didn't do. We were and didn't, working and going to prayer. And didn't want to do. Yeah, we were just in prayer. We're like, why would we want to go to the movies? That's so boring. We just yeah. want to go to prayer. Like why would we go to a concert or a game? Like it was God, 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 God. And we were just doing revival and ministry. And literally, I'm going to say this and compliment you. And I've said this before. Some yeah. of you maybe haven't heard this. In 12 years of doing full-time ministry, like I used to travel for almost like, 10 years. Don't make me cry. Every single weekend, I was pretty much, not every single weekend, three out of the month on average. Yeah. I Thursdays was gone. Thursdays and Mondays. So I would literally, my schedule was, I would leave on Thursday or Friday, usually mm -hmm. Thursday. I would get home Monday afternoon from traveling. And then we'd go to the meeting. We'd go straight to a meeting. Mm -hmm. I was in the meeting. I would stay up till three in the morning getting a sermon ready. Tuesday, we had our service. Yeah. I would be gone and all day. And you would leave at like two or something. Yeah, yeah, I would leave, I think, at noon and then, yeah, around to that. To do worship. Yeah, to go to the worship, mm -hmm. to go be at, open the church, pray. I would spend all day at the church praying, mm -hmm. getting ready for a sermon. Get home super late Tuesday, Wednesday pack, and Thursday leave yeah. again. That was like years, years of just grinding and traveling and preaching and being gone. And you came with me a lot in the beginning. And then when we had justice, you came with me some, yeah. but then it just got harder and yeah, harder. harder. And it was just like, I always would like be frustrated. Like, man, I'm away from my family. But then I thought about, well, the military, they're gone a year mm -hmm. for a secular army. Like, and I would say this to you, like how much more if time, I'm in a yeah. spiritual army, should I be gone for a week or, in, or a day or two? So I the cost was like really had there. A grace. I definitely had yeah. a grace to like stay home and a grace to like you be gone all the time. Yeah. 
for sure. I look back, I'm like, how did I do that? Yeah. That was so crazy. That was miserable. It was mis now I look back, I'm like, it was miserable, but it wasn't then. Mm -hmm. Like it was totally God. It's all we knew. Yeah, it was all we knew. It was God's grace. So we were doing that full-time traveling. She traveled with me a lot in the beginning and then it got harder and harder as we started having kids. Mm -hmm. So we start having kids. Your life dramatically is changing because you go from revival 24-7 prayer, no responsibilities. We're just in prayer. Yeah. We're like full-time 24-7 ministry to now having kids. And you went through some, you know, wilderness times because you're yeah. like, well, now I can't be at prayer 24 seven because yeah. we have like a baby. It's and hard. now I can't travel with you because we have a baby, which Justice did travel a lot with us. She did. But we, we had Justice Arizona, and then we'll talk about Journey. So how did your life start changing once we got married? I don't think it really started changing until after Journey. Okay. Because I think with Justice, she was still going with us places and just bringing one kid with you. It's like, okay, this is a new normal. Like I'm just going to take her. It wasn't as hard until there was like more kids, I yeah. think. But how was it, how, how did marriage change your, like when we got married, were you like, this is what I thought it was going to be? Or were you like, this is like, what was your perception on like being, being newly or? married? Like you're newly married. You've oh, never been so in a Christian justice. relationship. Yeah. That's a, that's a good question. It didn't seem hard, but it, I mean, it didn't, it wasn't, we, we literally did never fought in the beginning. We, we still don't really. No, I think it was just trying to figure out because I think we didn't date. I was like learning who you were as a person. Yeah. And we didn't do anything we, but prayer. Yeah. <laughs> but so going to church. It's like you're trying to like, okay, we're married. Okay. This is what he likes. This is what he, I think it's just normal first, second year marriage where it's like, okay, we just need to figure out what he likes and doesn't like and who we are. You know what I mean? Things yeah. like that. I didn't even say what I, did I even say what I was going to say about you and compliment you the 12 years? You've never, I don't think I even said it. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. I didn't say it. I was like leading up. Did and you then beat I went around the bush? Yes. I went off on a rabbit trail. So 12 years, full-time industry. She's never once complained. That's what I wanted I to say. I think you said it. I, don't, I didn't say it. Did I say did it? No, say I didn't. It? I led right up to it, huh? And then I didn't yeah. say it. Okay. What I was going to compliment <laughs> you with know. was 12 years in full-time ministry. Yeah. She's never once. This is like massive. If you're a pastor or a preacher or you're like looking to get married and you're a minister, Never once has she ever complained about yeah. ministry, ever. She's never said, when you're going to be home. She's never yeah. said, you're streaming too much. She's never said, you're traveling too much. She's literally, and that's so massive because I'm like, complaining is like my biggest pet peeve, it like is. the worst. Like, And when we first got married, complain. I was like, I hate complaining. Yeah. So that was a huge deal. So that's a huge compliment because we've never, they said, I didn't say it. Oh. She's never complained, honestly. Like she's never said, you spend too much time in prayer. You've, you've never, ever been bitter towards God. No. Cause you could, you could be, if you wanted to, you yeah. could be like, God, you're taking my husband. And I'm like, cause really you, you've had to share me with like the world. Everybody. Yeah. With like All the time. ministry, yeah. even in deliverance, like we would be doing deliverance till super late at yeah. night. And she'd be like, okay, I guess I'm just going to go to bed without you. And I'm, yeah. I'm home at like two in the morning or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. So she really has had to share me with the world, even with like live streaming and even with traveling, even with whatever it is. Like you've always felt like you're, but you've been glad with being on the back and like not on yeah, the camera. I, love the back. I mean, this is the first yeah. time in three years yeah. you've been on stream. So she likes that. She's like, I think honestly, it had to work that way. I yeah. think when we started having justice and stuff, I just had to just take it and be like, okay, you're traveling, you're doing the ministry, you're doing this. You know, it's all about, in a sense, you're doing it. But I was like, I'm going to stay home. I'm going to be with the kids. I'm going to show them, you know, God is real. Yeah. I'm going to do all this. So I didn't want to make the kids ever bitter towards God. Yeah. So I've never talked bad about you traveling. I've never talked bad about preaching. And you made preaching. it fun for them too. I do. I never talk bad about anything about God or even make it where it's like, oh, daddy's preaching again. Daddy has to travel again. I always made it 
super fun for them. Yeah. I always made it memorable every time that you would go. I'd be like, okay, let's go do something. Yeah, they'd be like, when are you leaving again? I'm like, oh, excuse <laughs> made me. Made it a little too memorable. But I just did all that because I never wanted them to be like these pastor's kids that are like resenting God because yeah. their dad was gone all the time. Yep. So I wanted them to be like, okay, you know, it's still, we can still have a good life even though daddy's out doing stuff. And, and we've had talks with them too, you know, in the years of like, this is what I'm doing. Like one day I think it was journey or someone's like, I wish I could go with you daddy. Cause you get to like go swim in the hotel. You're going yeah. to swim in like a hotel pool. Like they didn't know I was out like, and I was like, no daddy's out fighting dragons and like saving yeah. the world. I literally told him that I'm like, yeah. I go out, this is what I do. Like our family's called. I remember telling justice mm -hmm. journey that one day, like we need to talk to them more like this, but I'm like, our family has a calling. Like God has chosen. I get all emotional talking about it. Aww. Don't make me cry. I'm getting so emotional. Okay, you talk now. No, yeah. <laughs> but I've just been like, you know, our family has a calling and like God's called us. Yeah. So they never felt like, oh, why is daddy gone? Or why aren't we doing stuff? Because they've known like we're set apart. And that's what yeah. people that are in ministry, they their kids are resentful because they don't talk to their kids about this. And Bishop Boone told me to do that. He's like, yeah. sit your kids down, tell them. This is why I'm gone. Don't complain and be like, yeah. oh, daddy has to leave again. And everyone cries. Be like, no, I'll be right back. We're going to go do ministry. We're going to go mm -hmm. work for God. And we'll so I would over us. to everybody watching, like over communicate with your kids, like what you're doing. And we don't do it enough. Like, yeah, we need to do trust more. me. We do not watch this video and be like, they're, they have it all together. Oh, they're we so don't. perfect. We don't. We have so many areas. We don't fight. We agree we on fight. almost yeah. everything. We have an incredible marriage. Like, don't make me say you know don't make it what it isn't we have an incredible marriage but we can do way better and especially me at uh, with our kids yeah because we assume like oh we're in church we're in ministry like they know but it's like even yesterday a, yeah she's like should i bring them to the studio and i was like yeah bring justice and journey because i want them here even though they're making noise in the back whatever i'm like i want them to see what we're doing and be a part and like i want to involve them in the ministry and however we can as they get older and stuff so anyways we've talked to our kids yeah. about that like this is so i don't think they've ever felt like they've missed I out. I don't think they have. And even me, I've missed reunions and tons of birthday oh, parties. birthday parties. But we've always made it yeah. huge when I'm home. So like if they have a birthday party, like they don't even know when their birthday is. <laughs> we could we could have three days I'm early. I'm like, we have a birthday party and then he leaves and then it's like their actual yeah, birthday. Yeah, and we go all yeah. out because I'm like, we're going to make it memorable. And mm -hmm. also I'll say like when I am home, I'm, when I'm, especially when I'm traveling, very I'm present. very present. Yeah. I'm very involved. Like our kids would never be like, oh, we missed out on you being here. Cause yeah. when I'm home, I'm dialed in with them. Yeah. And they don't, I mean now. like they don't know about any, any problems. They don't yeah. know about any like drama. Like they've never been involved in anything. It's just been you being super present with them. Yeah. And I think the, the biggest issues we've had in our marriage has been my lack of and we're going oh i'm um, like are we like, going, oh, we're going there? there no it's my my <laughs> lack of like emotion or my lack of like oh we're going connection there. Yeah. And, no and, t and being present yeah because yeah. like even when i would travel not as much now like it's completely different now but when i was traveling those nine or a month it was 10 hard years, for you to like come yeah, back to reality yeah i would yeah. come home like a soldier comes home and Maybe i was like exhausted. almost yeah. like spiritual ptsd like i don't want to talk to nobody i'm exhausted i have to think yeah. about the next thing i'm on my phone because i'm working a lot from my phone so i'm on my phone and i'm like having our us having a connection was hard because i was mm -hmm. like so just ministry or ministry, i would supernatural. be like oh so what happened and you're like oh i'll tell you later yeah because i don't want to like, talk about it you I'm don't like, want to talk exhausted. about it you're, like, you're so done so i'm like okay and then i find out on the stream that was like yeah or like go, when he was preaching i find out yeah her biggest pet people would be if i came home She'd be like, what are the testimonies? What are the miracles? And I would I would be like, oh, you know, God moved. But I was tired. Like, I he didn't want to. I'm like, I don't want to talk about it again. Yeah. Like, I'm exhausted. And then I would go and preach and share the testimonies. And she's like, 
You oh. shared that, and all the wives out here are like, oh, I hate when my husband does that. I know. But she's like, you told them, but didn't tell me, and like, yeah. it would really hurt you. Yeah. That was like and a huge like, issue well, in our I marriage. Forgot, but... Yeah. I was like, well, I'm just tired, and it's, I just, or if I like got, I had an encounter with God and didn't share with you, and I share it with public, like, you never told me God told you that. You never, yeah. I'm like, oh, well. So for me, that's been our biggest issue in our marriage, yeah. honestly. It's been like just an emotional disconnection from my traveling, which I think I'm doing better at now. But the other sides of it, like, we don't really have, we haven't really had any like no. issues or anything that I could think of. And I mm -hmm. hate saying that because people are like, I can't stand my husband. We fight all day. But like, we literally pretty much agree on everything. Yeah, we laugh and then all the time. If we don't agree, I'm just like, this is what we're doing. <laughs> right? Like, pretty much. She just submits. Uh, I mean, really. I mean, it depends on like, what it what is. Like, what do we ever not agree on? Pretty much everything. Like, say there's a disagreement. What? Say there's a, say there's a disagreement. You're just like, all right, let's just do, the, do what you yeah, think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, like we talked, we talked about that. Like the wives submit to your husband. Like mm -hmm. when does a wife submit? And we always said like, is when they have a disagreement, the wife ultimately says, okay, you're leading the family. Like you're the priest yeah. of the home. And I know I say it funnily, like you do what I say, yeah. but like really when we have any kind of disagreements, you're yeah. like, I just trust you. Let's just do that then. Even and I'm, I'm yeah. like trying to yeah, compliment. I'm not trying to toot my horn. Yeah. You've always been like, I'm, I'm going to submit to you. I'm just trying to think of a you. disagreement. Yeah. You've been like, one. I'm going to submit to you, which we yeah. rarely disagree, but like if it's a, a financial decision or oh, like yeah. bills or anything, you're just like, I'm going to submit to what you think because you're the leader. Like mm -hmm. you're the priest of the home. So that's been something that's like removed yeah, a lot of tension. Yeah, don't try to like fight your... Yeah, she doesn't fight and be like, this is what we're going to do and it's my way or no way. It's just like, okay, you're the leader of the house. You're the you're the priest and yeah. we're going to do what you say to do. Mm -hmm. Even with like conviction, like I'm very like... Oh yeah. I'm very stricter like yeah. on, on everything, on like movies, <laughs> He's on... very, yeah. I'm up in my kid's business like, what are you watching your iPad? So I'm always like... And Alyssa, Alyssa I'm very, will, I'm kind of lenient. Yeah, she's more in lenient in some things. And not like in a bad way, but I'm just like, this is what we're doing. You're like, well, I don't think it's a big deal. I'm like, well, I think it is. Yeah. Like, they're not watching so this. So then I go with it. Yeah, so yeah, she's like, okay. Like that, yeah. And we've said like, in front of our kids, we need to make sure we agree on these things. Like, don't, I've, I told her that before, mm -hmm. like, don't fight me in front of the kids on like a movie. Like, well, it's not that bad. It's like, no, we're not watching it. Yeah. So that's where I've said you've submitted and been like really godly where I don't have to ever, like, I don't. I, my friends complain about their wives. I'm like, I literally have nothing to complain about. Like, it's all, it's really, it's been super, super amazing. So we have Justice. Tell us yeah. a little bit about then Journey. What happened with Journey? Because that was a big deal. That was a big deal. That was deal. where I would say like years went by. A lot of my... Yeah, Journey 6. Yeah. So Journey 6 and a lot of the stuff you went through. Dealt with, yeah. That you dealt with yeah. like um, anxiety, depression, yeah. which we'll talk about. Yeah. Started with Journey and we'll talk about that too. But go ahead and tell us like you're pregnant with Journey mm -hmm. and, and what happened. Um... Like in the hospital? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah tell yeah, us the okay. whole how it started with the whole. You guys, this will make sense in a second. This will make sense in a second. You want me to tell, and then you can take over. No. Okay. Uh, okay, maybe. Okay, we might have to do it. <laughs> so she has journey in the hospital. Yeah. I get the night she's journey's born. Our second, our second daughter, mm -hmm. which I have four girls by the way. So I'll shout out to all you girl dads. She get, I get extremely sick, like extremely a, a stomach sick. flu yeah. or something, which was all God, by the way. So I get extremely sick. We didn't know that, but I was extremely sick, throwing up nonstop, mm -hmm. like in the in the hospital bathroom, not leaving. And the, even the nurses were like, "You need to go home. Like yeah, you so, can't be here." So, but the good thing was it didn't happen until right after Journey yeah. was born. So you like I was fine. Born. Journey was born, and then I was just throwing up nonstop for like hours. Mm -hmm. And Journey's born, amazing birth. It was like 15 minutes. She sneezed three times, and Journey came out. It was just like really, it was like super yeah. easy. She pushed like what twice or yeah. something. Journey's healthy, born, all that amazing stuff. I'm throwing up nonstop, like, and I didn't want to leave. Like, I'm not leaving the hospital, blah, 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 blah. And the doctor's like, you need to leave. You can't be in the hospital throwing up nonstop. You need to go home. So I end up going home and I'm just super sick. 
Well, what happened was Jasmine, who's my cousin, who's a was nurse, a night nurse, was a night nurse. She came and stayed with Alyssa. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'll stay. Excuse I'm supposed me. to be up anyway, so I'll stay. So she stays with Alyssa. I'm at home. My daughter's just born mm -hmm. and Alyssa goes to sleep. Yeah. I would have been asleep. Like, oh, yeah, we are both exhausted. You would have been asleep. I would have been dead asleep. And God knows I wouldn't have woke up if oh, you didn't no. wake up. No, So, but, but all God, it yeah. was all God the way I had to go home. Like, literally, I think God ordained all of it. Journey's in, in the bed. Like there's like the little thing or Jasmine, Jasmine was holding, holding her. her. So Jasmine, Jasmine was holding her. her. Like what time? Two the in the lights morning? were off. It was 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Okay. Which is crazy because I didn't know that like the first six hours are like really. And she was a month early. Preview. She was a month early. Yeah. Are really crazy with like their lungs and their breathing. And the first six hours are like, um, they watched them, which nobody was watching her. Yeah. You know, there was no nurses in there. Yeah. So I'm sleeping. Jasmine's holding her and Jasmine comes up to me. It was still dark out. And she was like, you know, I kind of, she's making these weird sounds. Like, I don't know what's going on with her. So we just kind of flipped on a light and her whole face was blue, like a blue light. It was yeah. just blue. And her lips were like this purplish. And I just freak out. We, we hit the little button and like nurses come running in and they grab her and they leave for hours. So I'm calling you. I'm freaking out. I'm like, I was still thrown up at that point. I literally have no idea what's happening. I just know she was blue and she's gone, you know? In that time, you're talking about the yeah. the demon or whatever. In yeah. that time before I Well, even, don't tell that part yet. Oh, But okay. just tell like what happened with Journey. She ended up in the NICU. She was in the NICU. Um, they had to incubate her and get her heart going again. And they... Um, Used a CPAP. The CPAP. And they actually popped her lung. And then they started putting air into her chest cavity, just getting her to breathe again. So it was like super traumatic. Yeah, so she called me screaming, crying. Yeah. Of course, I was starting up for like 10 hours straight. I was super sick. And so basically the doctor said, we're gonna have to do like a surgery on her if the air doesn't mm -hmm. clear up in one day. And he was mm -hmm. a Christian doctor and I remember yeah. he was like, you guys have like one day. So I posted, y'all remember this because she had tubes everywhere and she was in the NICU. I was like, everybody pray, send this. And it went around the world. Like it, yeah. I think it had like 600,000 uh, views and like thousands of shares and some, some crazy numbers. And I basically went to God and was like, I've done all this for yeah. you. Like I was like, not mad at God, but I was like, I've seen miracles and the dead rays. You got to do this. And this is the first like health thing we've had in our family. Yeah, it was like the to first where it was like, really... she could die from this. Yeah, easy. So I'm like, I've done all this. I'm like shaking my fist at God. I'm like, I've, I was giving my resume. I'm like, you got to do this for me. You have mm -hmm. to heal my daughter. If you don't do anything else, just do this. And then all that stuff happened. And then the next day, the doctor was basically like, she's fine. She, yeah. The air is gone. It's cleared yeah. up. There's not really a reason for it. It's just, we know it's a miracle, but they were like, we don't have to do surgery. She's going to be completely fine. She has no yeah. residual, none of that. And she had to be in the NICU for 12 days. Yeah. I have a good memory. Yeah, so know. 12. I know. I'm like, wow. 12 days she was in yeah. the NICU. We went there every day and saw her. It was protocol. She, nothing was wrong with her, but it was yeah. a protocol. They're like, we have to keep her. Because she had the sleep apnea. So sleep yeah. apnea is automatic five day stay. So she had it twice. She had to do like the yeah. car seat test, make sure she's breathing. So it was a complete miracle. Like yeah. Journey would have been, she's our miracle baby. She would have been dead if she's the, she's the best. But she would have been dead yeah. if um if Jasmine, that, if Jasmine yeah. wasn't there. Jasmine was like her angel. And Jasmine's her Nina too. Yeah. Yeah. So we made her the Nina. <laughs> yeah, we're like, you're you're keeping you're gonna have her if anything happens to us. So she was a miracle baby. All of that happened. And then the next few months, you went through like crazy anxiety, yeah. crazy depression. You were like in bed crying at Trauma. night. Yeah, just completely traumatic, just completely like struggling tell talk yeah. a little about that and then we'll talk about how that whole thing happened yeah i remember being in the hospital and i just felt this like trauma come over me like i knew it was spiritual but i i didn't even have a fight in me to like fight it i just felt like 
I couldn't even think straight. Yeah. And then ever since then, it was like I couldn't do anything. And I just felt like I had PTSD. Yeah, that was like your like, hormones, I remember. Yeah. I Well, I mean, because I just had a baby. Yeah. But it was just, I just didn't feel like myself at all. So it was super late at night. She was super going like, I don't know why I'm depressed. I don't mm -hmm. know why I'm crying. And I literally mm -hmm. told her, I was like, Alyssa, we have the best life ever. I was like, yeah, we have... he was trying to give me all the. Yeah, yeah. The guy advice. The guy like, advice. No, but, like, but this is why I was yeah. like, we have the best life ever. We're in like a beautiful, amazing ministry. We have like financially, we're, we're well off. Yeah. You know, we are traveling and stuff. I'm like, we literally have everything. We have the car we want. We have uh, uh, renting a house. But I was like, we have a beautiful home. Like we literally have not one thing to why you should be depressed. Yeah. So then I said, it has to be spiritual. Like. If there's no reason why you're depressed or you have anxiety mm -hmm. or you're, this was like three months after or something like that. Like it was beyond your hormones. Yeah. I'm like, it has to be spiritual. And then this was late at night. I'll never forget this. You were like, I totally forgot to tell you yeah. something. I'm like, what? You're like, cause I was saying, I think you should go for deliverance. I was mm -hmm. like, I think you should go through deliverance prayer. And then I, you were like, I'll never forget. I forgot to tell you this. The night they took journey, mm -hmm. this is what you told me. Maybe you don't yeah. remember it clearly. And, and maybe, yeah. but this, I remember this vividly. The hospital. You said a, a, a spirit, a demon had these like claws or mm -hmm. was looking like a snake was above, bed, yeah. was above my bed mm -hmm. and said, my name is, or I'm the spirit of trauma yeah. and I'm going to kill your daughter. Yeah. And from that experience of that trauma you went through of that spirit at the hospital, yeah. like saying that it was going to kill journey. You started out with this whole yeah, thing. They're always going to die. Yeah. It this was whole just, thing you went yeah. through, but you spiraled from that moment. Mm -hmm. Like that trauma was the open door for the devil oh, to yeah. come in. So I was like, Hey, I want you to have some of the girls at church and John and a few John, people. Yeah. So you ended up meeting with um, John or some of the girls. I don't remember exactly, but you went through like deliverance prayer yeah. and literally you were dramatically different and have never gone through mm -hmm. that since from that one mm -hmm. thing. But the thing is a lot of pastors' wives go through this and no one ever says anything. Yeah, It's just like, well, you're just depressed and anxious. When in reality, it's like, this is a spirit. This yeah. is spiritual. It wasn't your fault, but it did come. That spirit came through the trauma Life happened, yeah. and you got deliverance through through pr deliverance prayer. And mm. then you were completely never gone through that since. Right. And then you've had yeah. some health issues yeah. and stuff like that, but it was never what it was then where you had that, yeah. like, I don't want to be like with trauma. I mean, the anxiety and things like that from health stuff, from the health stuff. Yeah. That was like really bad, but so we had our second kid, our third kid, our fourth mm -hmm. kid, all girls, all girls. And what was it? And I know, you know, we've been going like an hour and we're going to do the whole fun thing at the end and stuff like that. But it's been really, really good so far. You're doing awesome. Thanks. By the way, those of you who like, let her talk more. She asked me before, like, talk a I lot know. so that I could not talk as much. Yeah. So don't be up here judging me being like, let your wife talk more because I see you in the chat. We just keep timing you out <laughs> and you keep coming back. But, um, okay, so you went through that. You had that traumatic experience. You got delivered. You have now more kids. How is your spiritual life? And, like, what are some of the struggles you went through as, like, a stay-at-home mom? Because yeah, you've been a stay-at-home mom. The since, entire time. Yeah, you've always been a stay-at-home mom. But, like feeling like because you've come trying to, me, to find you've come to me and like yeah. I feel like I'm like not saying oh, yeah. I feel like I'm oh, not yeah. reading but yeah because I in my head up until I mean lately I thought that if I'm not reading Old Testament every single day and all these things that which I I know it's not the truth but it's just hard to break it that I wasn't saved and I'm not doing enough for God because I'm literally just sitting at home with the kids and wow. I'm like, I'm doing dishes and I'm going, taking them to school and I'm doing, you know, food and all the messy stuff that I'm like, this is not glamorous. Like, yeah. this is not, I'm not traveling. I'm, nobody's clapping for me. I'm not studying 12 hours a day. Like I'm barely reading a scripture if I could even get that in. Yeah. So that was like four, really. Because you're four kids. Four just. kids. And I'm like, he's traveling. I'm doing this like by myself. And it was like a lot of pressure. 
and constantly feeling, you know, really, um, and insignificant, insignificant. like a lot. And they're all going crazy because a lot of yeah. moms are in the, here that are stay-at-home moms thinking that they're missing their calling or they're yeah. insignificant. And it's, it's easy when somebody tells you like, oh, you're doing, you're doing what you're supposed to. You're in the will of God. It's easy to hear all those things. And I could tell somebody the same exact thing, but to actually be at home and be like, nobody really, nobody really cares. Like my yeah. kids don't care about my walk with God yeah, right yeah. now. They just want, they'll just drain me. And I'm trying to like literally survive. And you felt like you had to live up to like Isaiah Saldivar's oh, wife. Oh, everybody. I mean, this is my first time ever doing something like this. Yeah. And that's, in three years of doing life. In three training. years. And even all the times you started preaching, like everybody be like, oh, you're going to preach one day and you're going to do this. Which and by the like, way, she's an amazing singer and you have sang on the worship team. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Put the camera on oh! her right there. Were you not, you didn't want no How one to know? How dare you? She's an amazing singer. See, she gets mad when I compliment her. Isn't that a beautiful marriage? She's an amazing singer. She sang on the worship team several times. Of and, a handful. No, no. And she could actually teach like crazy. You taught, hold on, no, hold on. I don't even homeschool our kids. Listen, listen. Now she, look at, no. she doesn't want any compliments. She taught one time at a Monday night meeting. Nino told you, you're going to get up there and teach. Yeah, he did. Because Nino always pushes out of our comfort yeah. zone and yeah. shout out to yeah, him yeah. because we wouldn't be where we are without that. Yeah. And she taught, I'll never forget the sermon on the parable of the talents. You remember it? Yes. And she taught, and her mom could teach like crazy oh, too. Yeah. Your mom's an amazing Bible teacher. But she taught, maybe this will, tonight will be a start of you doing stuff. Like Let's not on, start on YouTube, to prophesy. On YouTube and, and pushing and teaching. Seriously. Because she, if you don't want to, you don't have to. I'm just saying she taught on the parable of the talents and it was so good. Everybody that was there that's in the chat and Cassandra, Roy Hale, Church, everyone's going to agree with me. Your mom, my mom, you taught super good on the parable it? of the talents. Yeah. You're like, don't bury your talent. Every yeah. one of you have a talent. It was so good. Yeah. I didn't even help you. I was like, what? <laughs> so she could sing and she could preach and teach, but you haven't had a desire to. You you yeah. want to be in the background. Well, I right? do. And I felt like just because the season we're in in our life, when people would tell me, oh, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. Oh, you need to preach next to your husband. And I'm like, okay, until God tells me to do that, I don't feel like that's my season to do that. Because yeah. imagine if we were both trying to preach. Like even today was so stressful. Yeah, all I day. had to have I'm my like, mom. I, always feel. I had to have his mom, my mom. Like I yelled at my kid and she started crying she's like can you just paint my nails i'm like no i'm stressed like i can't do that like i have to be legit with my kids and i can't like i can't ignore them because i'm like oh i have to read my bible and do all this stuff so i think a season that's a, definitely a seasonal thing yeah but i think the last 10 years my season has been background and holding down the house and being with the kids and doing all the other stuff so maybe there will come a time when I do well, all that. And she's an but... incredible writer too. Oh, here yes, we go. Yes, yes, yes. She has a blog you can find and search. She has an amazing blog that has I'm crazy amount of views. She's Should gonna write him? a book. <laughs> she's an awesome author. Uh, author. I won't tell you I the just prophesied, she's an title. awesome author. Oh, thanks. But she's an awesome writer. Maybe I'll write my book before you do. She pro probably will, honestly. So Charisma, if you're listening, <laughs> stop hitting me up and hit my wife up. Seriously though, she's an amazing writer. She's written blogs and yeah. she's super talented at like everything and decorating and taking care of the kids. And our kids are always, yeah, she helped with the whole set and our kids are always just not, you know, somebody like, well, that's vain. You guys can go watch another stream, but always kids are always dressed yeah. and bathed and everything's Clean. the house together and fed. And like, you're an incredible wife and exactly what I need for what I'm doing. Like hundred yeah. percent, seriously. So I can't, nice. I can't say that enough. So for kids, I will say as we go into, we're going to do the fun part where we do the fast food and we're going to laugh and talk yeah. and read the traditions and all that. But I want to wrap some of it up with you go through that, you get deliverance, mm -hmm. having kids. Yeah. 
staying at home, I would say you could disagree with me that you are right now probably the most spiritually healthy you've ever been yeah. in your life. Right no, now. Have, yeah. Right now, 2023. 100%. Is that what it is? January yeah. 2020. How old am I, by the way? 31? 31. How old are you? 30. Okay, I don't ever know how old What's I our am. kids' birthdays? I don't know. Ooh, okay, okay, come on. What's a kid's so birthdays? listen, so you're the most spiritually hungry, yes. I mean, hungry and on fire you've ever mm -hmm. been. Why do you think that is? And also, I want to so answer that. And mm -hmm. then I also want to ask you, what do you think about me streaming when I said, hey, I'm going to go live stream. I'm going to start live streaming instead of doing the conventional church. And did you think I was crazy? Yeah, Were you excited? You're crazy. Like, talk about that too, both of those things. Why I, why I, yeah. First, talk about what your thoughts were from going from full-time traveling to once a month only and being home and streaming. Like, what do you think about that? And then go into the whole, like, how, why are you so amazing. spiritually healthy? I mean, you're not traveling, but you're still busy. So yeah. I think there's like a difference. I'm busy at home. Yeah. There's a difference. People think that like streaming, you're just sitting at home, which it's not. I mean, you're still really busy. You're still studying all the time. Yeah. You're still doing phone calls and you're still doing a bunch of stuff. So you're still kind of in a sense, like not there and working, but it is so much nicer to have you. Cause home. I'm doing it at home. Yeah. Cause I can do it on the couch. Yeah. I, I mean, you just come out of your office and we can do dinner. You can like put the kids to bed, which I usually leave a couple, which I, by the way, let me just go and toot my own horn yeah. since you, you did it. I, I put the kids to bed a lot. I said I leave a couple out for yeah. you. No, yeah. you leave all of them out for me. <laughs> when I come out of my stream, you're in bed and they're all running around with like stuff on their I face know, I and get diapers tired. not changed. Yeah. That's cool. But I get off the stream, brush their Most teeth. Most of the time I take two little ones. But you do, if I mean, yeah. if I'm here or something, you do, yeah. you've been yeah, putting yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not saying you don't, but I'm saying I put them to bed, I brush their teeth. I, I leave them I pray for with you. them. Yeah, I do. So I, I'm I'm very, and I'm, I well, You're yeah. very hands-on. Yeah, I do. I clean, I do stuff. Like I'm very... I, and I pride myself that, that I'm very, yeah. very involved. I'm like absolutely obsessed with my kids. Like we actually raise our kids. We're not yeah. just like, oh, we're gonna hire someone to raise them. I'm super involved, probably more than, because I'm home and mm -hmm. I'm not tuning my own horn, but more than like a lot of dads I know. Cause I'm like, yeah. these are my kids. I helped make them. I'm going to change their diaper, yeah. like all that stuff, you know? So brush their teeth. yeah, brush their teeth, do all the stuff, take them to the dentist, do the appointments. Like, and I do all the bills and that. So yeah. I do a lot of that side too. It's just you, you're you a lot of times with them and I'm, I'm not. I'm with them all yeah. the time. Especially building yeah. the studio. Like I've oh, literally yeah. been 12 hours a day for two weeks, 9 a.m. I get here, and I, I get home at 10 And I think it's cool that we even, like I've been here too and we've been yeah. bringing them. And the kids have been here. And, ha they have like a little playroom in yeah, here. And, yeah, it's been amazing yeah. involving them. So what were we talking about? Okay, so you were talking about being home. You love me yeah, being home. I love you being home. And not traveling and streaming. It's and a, even when I a, travel, you're like, really, why are you traveling again? It's a really nice season. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's good. And now- as I'm we, the most spiritually healthy yes. I've been. Why do you think that is? And what are you going through now that you're so on fire? I think I got to a point where I was really tired of feeling bad about myself. Spiritually. How many times? Spiritually. I would cry to him so often. And then say, don't preach to me. I would cry and I would sob and I'd be like, every time I opened, the, it was, I don't know why it was like the Old Testament for me. I would open the Old Testament and nothing made sense and everything was just, and I was just crying. And I'm like, I can't even be a Christian if I'm not reading the Old Testament, you know? And yeah. I'm not reading my Bible. I haven't picked up my Bible in weeks. Like it was just so much condemnation condemnation on myself. And you would do your whole preaching thing. And then I would get annoyed and I'd be like, don't preach to me. You don't understand. You get to lock your door and go study for hours. Like yeah. I don't get to lock any door and study for hours. So that was that. But I just really wanted to prove, I think, to myself that I could do the hard things and yeah. do things that made me really uncomfortable, like stuff like this. Yes. Like, 
This is like, people don't know how huge this is. Uh, this is huge. This is For her to be on here, 5,000 people on here live. The most. No retakes, no recordings. Anxiety. I've never done this in my life. I never but wanted to do right this. you feel good right now? You feel comfortable I right mean, now? <laughs> well, I mean, how I'm do you here. feel doing this? I'm here. You feel good though? Yeah. You feel okay. like, yeah. No, you love this. No. I can tell. I can see it in your eyes. I can see the, these lights shining off of your eyes back at me. You have literally bar lights in your eyes right now. You love it. You just love the bar lights. You're doing amazing. Thanks. Everybody in the chat is saying great things. We've only had to ban a few people, and it wasn't about you. It was about me. Oh. They're just talking about me. That's it. <laughs> no one said anything bad about you. They love you. And that's another thing is like comments. You you struggle with like oh comments. Oh my god! I literally tell her don't want, don't read comments. I don't. I mean, some of y'all out there are just crazy. I struggle with comments about you. I struggle with comments about me. Yeah. Like he banned me from even looking yeah, at. Yeah, don't the let comments. her read any comments on any of our stuff. Because I'd be like, they're making fun of she you, takes it to and heart. they're so mean to you, and they they're calling you fake. Not our people, not our community. No, but like the Harrison Hunter videos, videos about yeah, 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 you, and I'm like, they crazy. don't know anything about you, and they're yeah. saying all this stuff. People making fun of me. I mean, it's just. Yeah. I wasn't. I don't You're know. You're doing if, good now, though. Thanks. But I, I'm not a big internet person and social media and. You're not an influencer. I'm not an influencer. I good. barely post. I don't even have a TikTok. I've good. never been you don't on need my TikTok. life. Don't download it. Um. Okay, so let me time. say why you're so on fire now, and then we'll talk it's about my this. Bible. Yes, yes, she has it's been my Bible. Nine, you said 100, but you're doing it less than 90. Yeah, she's reading the whole Bible right uh -huh. now with four kids, ladies, just yeah, in 90 days, less yeah. than 90 days. My like plan was 100 days, and then I just the whole kept, Bible, Old yeah, Testament, whole Bible. too. Old Testament, she's she's going to overcome the Old Testament. I'm going to pretty soon, actually. I'm almost done with it. So she's been hours a day at yeah. night in the morning. I got this, I'm like, super book proud of light. you because it's a lot of work. She literally Thanks. has a grandma book light a that she puts around her neck. Light. And like, I put the two the whole kids room. to sleep, they're like lay next to me, and I just read my Bible. And I read, I just try and like get through a book, get through a book. And I'm, you've been doing it hours yeah, a day. I'm at 83 days now. Okay, so, so I will say that is, and I, this is not me preaching to you, but it is, that's directly related to why you feel so amazing and why yeah. you feel so spiritual and why I think so. Like reading the Bible that much, I remember when I did that similar you did thing. 30 days. Okay, well, I was yeah. gonna say that. I'm, I'm, all right, <laughs> I was trying to be record. humble. <laughs> no, but when I did the Bible yeah. in 30 days, I was felt amazing every yeah. single day. I was reading the Bible three hours a day. And it's like, you're spiritually healthy when you do yeah. that. So that's been life changing for you because you've been reading literally hours a day. Yeah. No excuses in between, in between kids, kids and picking I, up. I and literally going had this a and, kid laying on me here. I had the dog here, a Bible on top of me. And I'm like, just trying to read and read and yeah. read. So you're doing the Bible in 90 days. 90 days. And if you can do it, anyone can do it. Yeah. And you are on fire. Yeah. We've been married for how long? Ten and a half years. Four kids. Yeah. The question everybody wants to know, and then I'll let you anything, any closing Another remarks. Kid. And then we're going to do question? our fast food. Don't leave, by the way, because we're going to have fun and laugh. If you want to laugh, if you don't like laughing, you shouldn't stay any longer. But if you like to laugh, we're going to have some fun after here. But we've been like an hour on your testimony. It's been amazing. You did, you're doing a great job. Thanks. We didn't even use our notes. I were just, I'm just trying to flow with yeah. it here. But um, I just lost my train of thought. What were we saying? Any closing remarks? Oh, no, what no, no. That's what, um, I know what I was going to say. The what? question is... Will there be a number five? That's what all the oh that's what the goodness. crowd wants to know. It's the same thing with doing stuff like this. I never want to say never because I don't know God's plan. What did you tell me the other week? Should we leak it here to five thousand people watching? What did I say? I don't remember. Were you saying like we need a baby? Let's make I a baby. I always say that. I always you say always I, say let's make a baby. Not let's make. <laughs> I always say I need a baby. Uh, excuse me. There's kids watching. <laughs> I didn't say that. You always say what? I need a baby. I say that all the time. Well, how but like do, as I a mean, joke, not like I need a baby. The other day you were like, 
If we're going to have a baby, I did. I told you. I said, you already ruined my two year thing. They're all under two years, and now Nova's two and a half. So, so you're, like, you want to have another baby? I don't know. Is Nova our last baby? Do you look at I her and say conflicted. she's the final protege? She's the final one? I feel like she is, but I also don't know God's plan. That's a good, wow, like, you're so spiritual. Look at all the people in the chat. Well, like, wow, I don't we like want to be like, okay, that's my last one. And then I, we have a kid or we adopt or something. And then we want to adopt though, we do for sure. Adopt. Yeah. But we also want to have But like also this, I said, I would never do this. Yeah. How many times did I say I would never do this? So and we're going to have more kids. So look out for the number five announcement coming soon. Do we you're have an announcement all, to make tonight about no. it? No. Do we have? He's all, he's all talk. Aren't you all talk? I am. I am. He's I'm all not gonna lie. talk. The other day she's like, let's have a baby. But she said it differently. I won't say it on stream. And I was like, I don't, <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I'm ready right now. I don't know if I'm ready for like a little baby right now with like how busy things are. I think honestly. I love kids. So I, I want 10. Honestly. Maybe I want a whole I'm in the best part my of my life. My goal is to have a whole landscaping because company. Because the kids aren't kids. little. What'd you say? Maybe I'm in the best part because I don't no, have a newborn. No, no. You could read with a newborn. Newborn sleep a lot. You could still read your Bible. Oh, my God. I think we should celebrate ending your 90-day reading the Bible with a child. That'd be really fun. I think that's a bad idea. Do you want to tell them tonight? I mean, we're live. There's 5,000 people I on here. I am here. not. You don't, you don't just... No, 100%. We're I'm here not. live. There's 5,000 people. I'm not. You sure? You really want a baby. Okay. All right. Is there any closing remarks before we pray and then go into our fast food rating? No. And have fun? I'm glad I did this. Say it again. I'm glad it, I did this Episode and it's done. Episode 128. We're going to pray. Father, we yeah. thank you so much for every single person watching, every single marriage, Lord. We pray Jesus. tonight, Lord, that the marriages would be edified, that you would raise people up, that there would be godly marriages, and that your anointing, your fire would rest upon families. We pray, Holy Spirit, you'd fill our children, our family, our marriage. God, I pray we'd go from glory to glory. I pray for people watching this that are discouraged, that have unsaved husbands unsaved kids, unsaved wives, that Lord, you would save them, that you would deliver them, that you would free them. I pray, Lord, that this would be a prophetic word tonight, a prophetic picture of what you can do in their marriages, how you can change, you can restore, you can heal. I just pray, Lord, right now that you would just bring peace, breakthrough, deliverance over families, over marriages, over children. And I just pray, Lord, you would touch every single person watching this broadcast. In your name we pray. Amen. I'm going to start crying. <laughs> you guys can give right now. We're not done yet, by the way. The stream's just getting warmed up. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Revival Lifestyle Podcast. If you like what you heard, go to www.isaiahsaldivar.com for more content. And please follow me on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Isaiah Saldivar. See you next week.